This NASCAR 2024 Championship Prop Picks Part 1 edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN for 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is completely free to download and is the home to all of your favorite SGPN podcast content tests and picks just type sgpn in your app store today to download america's number one dgen app driver start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb we asked the books delivered they have given us plenty of racing things to talk about in the off season Man, I'm loving this. There are, as we talked about a couple of days ago, maybe even yesterday, uh, that episode, the books have given us a ton of props to pick, almost as if we're betting on a regular race as far as everything that we're used to seeing, right? We're getting winning numbers. We're getting uh, winning manufacturers. We're getting groups. We're getting teams. We're getting all kinds of stuff to bet on. And I'm telling you right now, Cody, super excited to be breaking it down with you. And, and super excited to just have lines to talk about in the offseason. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've asked. The, the books have answered the call. Shout out to them. Oh, yeah, I mean, it is it is almost like a lot of the props we get during a normal race week. Hey, we're you know at Kansas this weekend. Here's the props you got. Same thing, except over the whole entire season, which is something we've never had before. So it's been a lot of fun so far breaking down this stuff. And, and I'm excited to, to get into more of them today. Again, just so much like a regular race week that that it makes it exciting to expand it out for how someone's season is going to go. Yeah, and that's the unique thing about this too, right? And as we welcome in everybody in our live audience, what's up, old-fashioned football? Justin's in the house. Got a got a quick story. Just we're just quick aside here. Go so for it. Uh, go shout for out it. shout out to Justin. Um, we uh, <laughs> I was listening. So I didn't get a chance to catch old-fashioned live yesterday because we were live around the same time, whatever. So. I turn it on after the games and and I hear Justin talking about how, you know, he was sorry that he's going to beat me in the Pirate League and and he already knew who he was going to steal and and it was going to be a sad day and everything. Well, uh <laughs> the final score in that Pirate League matchup to make the playoffs cuz uh, one of us made the playoffs, one of us didn't. <laughs> Justin knows the story. He says, "Ugh, here goes Cody." Uh the final score rod 143.20 to 142.40. Oh. Uh, Justin had Tua, Tagovailoa, took the lead on that last possession there. And then I said, please just throw it to A-Chan, uh, who I had. One completion to A-Chan. He is short 
enough of a BVR point to to push me over the top. Justin's knocked out. I this Pirate League, this Pirate League has been absolutely insane. The number one team in this league has lost what probably six or seven different times throughout the season. Like like you get to number one, you get bumped off, and then and you steal a player every time. Been crazy. Been super fun. Super competitive. Uh, now I have to take on the other half of old fashioned football in the first round of the playoffs in Miranda. It's going to be an uphill battle because I'm I, I barely squeaked in, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to to share that story because it was fun. Make sure you go listen to old fashioned football. Usually they give good advice and and whatnot. Justin was wrong on that one, but <laughs> we don't all have a hundred percent hit rate, right? <laughs> Oh, boy, we have tons to talk about, especially given the fact that I have just received this whiskey that we are going to try from Whistle Pig Piggyback Legend Series. I, for one, Romeo F1 Team Rye. Cannot wait. It's, uh, Cody's waiting no, for I, his. I don't know, Justin. I, mail usually comes about around this time, so I'll have to check after the show here. But, yeah, somehow Rod in California got his mail from Iowa before I got my mail from Iowa in Nebraska. So. Somebody explained that to me, but, you know, hey, must have had an airplane headed to Rod's house anyways. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just high that's on everybody's the, delivery That's list. probably what it is, right? It's, Iowa's so close, they just throw it on a truck, yeah. and it works its way here. California so far just gets on a plane. I don't know. I don't know how the Postal Service works, but rather, rather funny. Dude just wanted to drink it on the way over, that's all. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's possible. <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, we have plenty of NASCAR to talk about, and I want to talk about all that NASCAR. But I first want to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats, and you can cash in. If you had A-Chan last week, or last night, rather, for your underdog pick, I, I don't know whether you picked the higher or the lower end of it, but uh, however it was, you were probably satisfied. Plus, I love that we are getting these scorchers, right? You can win up to 100 times on your entry where you pick that little chili pepper, and then you can amplify your your selections and and get a little more in that pick for yourself so make sure you're following along with that watch along make your picks maybe make a little cash over on underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com and when you sign up with the promo code sgpn underdog's going to double that first deposit up to 100 dollars. it's underdog fantasy promo code sgpn well, like we said, Cody, there is plenty, plenty of offerings in the prop market, uh, and we're going to only touch on a few today because, look, we're breaking this into a couple of different episodes because we realize that this is a pretty heavy slate that we're going to cover, and we're going to cover it all. So they've got everything from winning manufacturers to top manufacturer, driver to the teams against each other, and then a ton of groups. They got Quinellas, they got Exactas, and that's not even counting the win totals that we'll be going over later this week as well. So... I'm telling you right now, Cody, it's amazing how much we have to break down, and I'm, I'm absolutely loving this. Pumped. I love it. Love to be able to talk about this. I'm super excited. Only 54 days till the Clash of the Coliseum. If anyone's counting, shout out Ty Gibbs. Hey, I was about to say 54. <laughs> that's a car number, and we should probably say who drives that car. Uh, no, there kidding. you go. Yeah. Monster Energy, Ty Gibbs. Uh, future, future multi-time NASCAR champion. Eh, he thinks. We'll see. Um, it's happening. All right, let's uh, let's dig right into these because I, I want to have some fun with this, and we'll start right now at the top at winning manufacturer. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry, winning team. I, I skipped right over that winning team. Uh, mind you, let's start with the winning team. It begins as such. 
Hendrick Motorsports is the heavy favorite at plus 140. Well, heavy, but plus 140. Uh, Joe Gibbs at plus 210. Penske at plus 380. RFK at 10 to 1. 23-11 at 12 to 1. And Richard Childers at 14 to 1. Obviously, we saw Penske win this last year. Obviously, the books really believe that Hendrick Motorsports has the opportunity to steal it away this year. So I guess really from a from an odd setting standpoint, and, and as you look at this, is it really that the books are kind of hedging themselves and maybe covering their ass just in case an Elliott or a Larson wins this? Because plus 140 seems like a kind of low number, even though, I mean, the Hendrick stable is tough. Yeah, but plus 140? Are they really that much better than the rest of the field? I mean, we've talked about it a few times, right? And, and it, it really is Hendrick and Gibbs at the top. And then it, it's tiered down from there. And so I think that it's probably appropriately priced. I mean, with Hendrick at plus 140, you get four drivers, right? And, and you get three drivers that are three of the favorites to win it all. Alex Bowman lagging behind. We, we've talked about that, of course. But uh, with Larson best driver in the world, right? I mean, it's him and Max Verstappen at the very top right now for best drivers in the entire world uh, in anything. And, and we know how good he is, how dominant he can be. Uh, Chase Elliott, we know how good he is, how good he can be coming off of the season he had, of course. But um, And then William Byron led the, led the league and wins last season. So I would say they're appropriately priced at plus 140. Um, kind of a good way to hedge if you think it's going to be one of them and, and instead of you know betting all three of them you, you kind of get a plus 140 to, to cover them all and then really it's the same story with gibbs at uh, plus 210 if, if i'm picking between these two specifically at the very top since they're kind of the and, and we'll touch on penske in a second but since these two are kind of the favorites i mean with gibbs i feel like you've got four chances of the title I, I it's a little bit of a, of a push to get gibbs up there already as in ty gibbs but I think he can do it. I think he's that talented. Is he going to win the championship this year? Probably not, but I think you can at least consider him. I consider him more than Alex Bowman, if that shows you where they're at. Denny Hamlin, not great at, at sealing the deal, of course, right? Probably the, him and Mark Martin, the two greatest drivers to ever race and not have won the championship. Denny's still got a chance, though, and, and he could get it done. Martin just won the regular season title. He's won a championship before. Christopher Bell, we've said it a million times, only driver to make the final four both years of the next-gen car. You throw in Ty as well uh, and his opportunity. Plus 210, I think, is, is probably about appropriate pricing. Um, so I think that they've got those correct. Penske's at plus 380. They've won the last two championships in a row. You, you can't price them up too much, right? I think that's that's the key there. Are they really the favorites to do it again? Probably not, but were they the favorites the last two seasons? No, as well. So you know, And then it drops off from there, which I think is appropriate because I think as we kind of get into the other teams, nobody's at that elite level. It's again, it's Hendrick and Gibbs. You've got to count Penske because they've won two, even though they weren't necessarily the dominant cars throughout the season. And then it's kind of everyone else tiered down from there. So, and really what you think about it and, and Penske has won three of the last six. I mean, that that's kind of like, if you, if I were to tell you, if I were to ask you which team has won <laughs> half of the last six championships, you wouldn't tell me it's Penske. So, Again, for Penske at plus 380. It's even crazier when they didn't get their first one until 2012. I mean, all those years with Rusty Wallace didn't get, and then Brad finally delivers one in 2012, and now they won three of the last six. That's crazy. It's so. insane. Uh, obviously, Hendrick is in there as well, and then Gibbs with uh, Kyle Busch as another one. 
So, you know, when you look at it, it, it does seem like it's... That might be even crazier. What, how I don't know how far back your list goes that you have, you're looking at right there, but I'll, when's the last time Gibbs won a championship? I mean, none of the drivers that drive for Gibbs now have won a champ because Kyle's gone. Truex won his with Furniture Row, not with Gibbs. Denny's not won one, and Bell and, and Gibbs obviously haven't won one either. Like, when is the last champion they won? Because Kyle won two. So, so they you, won you want to know the two. answer to that? It's Tony yeah. Stewart in 2005. Holy shit. That was the last time that a Gibbs driver For as was elite not. as that team is, yeah, that's crazy. They've only had two since Tony Stewart, and, and they were both Kyle Busch. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it, it, wow. 210. 210 for that. Yeah. Over 380, if I were yeah. to pick between Penske, if this were a head-to-head, I would probably pick Penske at this point because of just the way it is. Even Yeah, I mean, even though it's the obvious answer is Gibbs, the results just haven't been. Man, that's crazy. I think Ty is going to change that. But that is really, that's that's insane. It is. I had not, I had not thought of it in that, in that way. Yeah. Um, I think you're right, though, with RFK, 2311. I mean... These guys at 10 to 12 to 1, I don't know that they're yeah. going to make a run. I, but see, 2311, you're high on Reddick. And if you think Reddick's right, going to win. Just bet Reddick at 17 to 1. Uh, well, there you go. Is Bubba going to win the champion? I mean, just go bet them fine if you think Bubba's got a shot, which he probably doesn't. I'm a huge Bubba fan, but it's very unlikely. You could sprinkle, because what's his odds to win? I mean, he, he's got to be. Uh, Bubba to win uh, the entire thing. 30 to 1. 30 so just one, sprinkle yeah. a little bit on him and then go big on, on Reddick at 17 to 1. I'd rather do it that way than get them both at 12 to 1 just because. And then there's going to be multiple examples of that. I mean, RCR is another one. Like, they're next on the list. Kyle Busch is is 15 to 1. What? Kyle Busch is 15 to 1, and RCR is 14 to 1. Are you going to give up one point? For Dylan. To add Austin Dylan in there? Absolutely. I already sang Moonoff. You missed it. Go back and listen to yesterday's episode. Uh... I mean, stay here and listen to this one. You don't want to hear it, I promise you. But I don't know if it was singing as much I as it did, was yeah. reciting. <laughs> but um, okay, so let let's kind of yeah, go down the. It was definitely res- reciting. It definitely was reciting. There was no singing. <laughs> I don't sing, Rod. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And I was practicing just in case. So, um, all right. So let, I'm going to go down the rest of this list because I failed to click view more. It was my my bad. I was like, that can't be all of the teams. Um, so yeah. So RCR is at fourteen to one. Trackhouse is at sixteen to one. Stuart Haas is at 35 to 1, Legacy 90 to 1, uh, JTD Dowdy at 225 to 1, Front Row at 2,500 to or, uh, 25, 250 to 1. There's just Numbers no suck. reason to even list the rest of these. No, I, but I'm going to do it for posterity's <laughs> okay, sake. Okay, it, Spire yeah. at 350 to 1, Colleague at 750 to 1, Rick Ware at 100 to 1,000 to 1. And then hey, Cody Ware was reinstated today. I don't know if you saw Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Uh, all the charges were dropped by both parties. So oh, I wow. Think that, uh, you know, one of those situations. Congratulations. So he was reinstated because the <laughs> charges were dropped. <laughs> and then Wood Brothers, which, you know, is wow, pretty much the disrespect just for <laughs> Dude, Wood Harrison Brothers Burton. is longer than Rick Ware. <laughs> Plus 125000. I, I get they've only got one car, but come on. That's literally a Penske car. How is it farther off than Rick Ware? That's that, the way I mean, it is. Harrison's not going to win it. I get it. No. But, jeez. Like, it is good to have this. Now, when, when Corey LaJoy wins the championship this season, everybody will know he was at, you know, 350 to 1. So, it's, it's great. I'm glad you read them all. Well, Harrison Burton is at plus 100,000. So, what is that, 1,000 to 1? That's To yeah, win the championship. 
I mean, and his team, his team is is more. So what? maybe maybe <laughs> Jeff puts on a wig, pretends to be Harrison, and and just drives to a championship. Well, he never won a championship in his day either, so maybe not. But <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So oh, as you get farther boy. down, obviously, I mean, look, the only yeah. the only thing you can like say is if accidentally legacy if eric jones decides to make a- so well okay so let's yeah let's we, we could still touch on these obviously okay so rfk 10 to 1 i mean we've talked about about busher and, and and brad and how we feel about them and and i think they they're capable of a championship um i mean ford's won it both seasons we said throughout the end of the season that that rfk was the better ford team than penske was right they catch hot uh yeah 10 to 1 though I don't know. I, I don't really love that. It's just it's not enough for me to want to do it. Twenty three eleven at, at twelve to one. We talked about it. Just go bet Tyler Reddick at seventeen to one. Same with RCR, like we mentioned. Trackhouse at sixteen to one. What is Chastain by himself? He's eighteen to one. Eighteen to one. So again, are, are you going to pay the two hundred? You know, plus two hundred for Daniel Suarez? Like, I wouldn't. Eat that. I mean, the amount of things that would have to happen for Daniel Suarez to win the championship. I don't even know that I could create that scenario. <laughs> it's just, it, yeah, he's been around so long in such elite equipment and he's not come anywhere close. I don't know. Yeah. And it's not that he can't win a race. He did, but the, the yeah. problem is he can't win multiple and he can't consistently finish. Like, I mean, he's not even, he's not running up front. Like you've got to at least be running in the vicinity of being up front. I mean, you can make a much stronger case for a guy like, like Ty Gibbs, who's at least still kind of up and coming and, and he's, you know, had quite a few top tens and good runs. Like if Suarez was kind of running even as good as Gibbs was, it was notable because it was like, Oh wow, look at the great day by Suarez. Like it's just, so I, yeah, there's just, there's no reason to, to go on those ones. Moonoff's giving you an A for effort for singing it. Cody. I think he might've actually went back and listened. I'm sure our listenership did. dropped off one. And then he came back. So <laughs> clicked off the tab. He was like, "All right, we're gonna make sure we listen <laughs> to this check one." It out. Love I it. paid off. Uh, I paid off the bet. So there is that. <laughs> he did. He's a man of his word. If, if you count it as singing, but uh, he's back. Stuart <laughs> Haas at thirty-five to one. That takes a huge hit with uh, with. I uh, think Kevin Harvick. Got- Ke- yeah, obviously. I think that that Stuart Haas at thirty-five to one, and even Legacy at ninety to one. These are probably the last ones you could truly consider actually betting on, right? They're longer shots for obvious reasons, but you can at least paint the picture. With Stuart Haas, you're getting four cars. So you're all, I mean, you know, you look above that, Trackhouse is only two cars, RCR is only two cars, 2311 is two cars, RFK is two cars, Penske is technically three cars, but is it really? I mean, but... So you're still you're getting four options, which is great to have. Now the lineup, that's where it kind of gets, you know, you've got Briscoe returning, who is the leader in that group, which doesn't make you feel great. But I, there is, again, there is an opportunity for Briscoe to to do it. He, he almost made the final four a couple of seasons ago. He was really close. And then he won at Phoenix just, you know, in, in 2022. So it's not that long. You could, you could create the picture. You could create the scenario. You got Josh Berry. Again, rookies just, it doesn't happen. Rookies don't win championships. I think when we looked back last year, it was like the 60s, the last time it happened, if even that. They don't win championships. Josh Berry's not going to win it. Uh, and then Gragson, you know, I mean, they haven't even officially announced him as the card, as the driver yet. 
we know he's going to be in the car, but maybe, I don't know, maybe Stuart Haas isn't. What is Briscoe by himself? Because I think that might just be the better route. He's 100 to 1. I think you just bet, yeah, you just bet Briscoe instead of, because I don't think any of the other three guys are going to win. I mean, it would take a valiant effort from a guy like Gregson. I mean, and I would think Barry probably even has a better shot than Gregson does. We've seen Gregson be good, but he's not, you know, he's got to reestablish himself, all of that. So, yeah, I think you just bet Briscoe instead of Stuart Haas. Then for legacy, um, I would just find the head to head with Eric Jones and anybody else and bet that one instead. Yeah, I, I feel like your like, money. <laughs> well, you, I guess Eric's at 100 to 1, and, and John Hunter's 150 to 1, and this is 90 to 1. I, I, I would maybe bet legacy. If you want if you want a long shot to throw, this is the one you gotta take, I think. Because Eric Jones has a real good shot at winning this. He's only a hundred to one. You could give up the couple extra points to cover you on John Hunter. John Hunter's coming into the cup series, not technically a rookie. He has had a full season with front row a couple years ago. We've seen how much of a front runner he can be, but we've also seen him choke away those championships in multiple years in both the trucks and Xfinity, which is concerning. He's learned a lot from Denny Hamlin, apparently. Um, but yeah, I, I do see, I mean, I do see the path for Eric Jones. It, it's possible, right? And that team could take that next step with Toyota with that JGR relationship at 90 to one. I do think they're a, they're a long shot worth looking at. Yeah. That would be the farthest down I would go. Can't, can't even make a case for any of the rest of these guys at all. No. So I, I mean, yeah. Well, and listen, just... even when you think about at the top of this, when you think about Hendrick Motorsports, the only two championships they've won since Jimmy Johnson is two and it's Elliot and it's Larson and that's that's been it. I mean it's been so that's recent. That's even crazy to think about. That's what I'm saying. Like Jimmy yeah. rips off seven, eight, nine, twelve, <laughs> and you know, like granted five of those were in a row, but <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if they were all there. But so yeah, but and then the only other ones that have won is Elliot and Larson, and that's been since um, he did it in what 2013 was uh, no 2016 was the last Jimmy Johnson championship. And in that span, I mean, we're almost 10 years into it now, and there's only been two Hendrick championships. Yeah, and I think that's the strongest case for bet RFK at 10 to 1, bet 2311 at 12-1, and some of these others, because even though Hendrick and Gibbs, we consider them to be so dominant, the actual number of championships they've won recently aren't as high as you would think they are based on on where they seem to sit in the sport right now. It's a matter of where your eyes see everything versus what the stats say to you. Because obviously, when we watch broadcasts, when we watch these things, they they always are you know pounding you in the head with Hendrick, with Gibbs, with this. But when you actually take a step back from the number and look at the numbers, sometimes it it tells a different story than what you see on TV. And those week to week, I mean, those are the teams that are winning races, right? Mm-hmm. There's no you know Hendrick wins the most races and Gibbs wins the second most races almost every year. But they haven't won the last two championships. So that just goes to show you when it comes to the championship, it's a little different than than just dominating the whole season. It is indeed. I uh, already got plenty more to get to, but I want to tell you first about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can answer any Parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. 
Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, I feel like we've thoroughly... Justin is now influencing people to make bets that we're not suggesting. What am I betting them for? <laughs> 2024 he championship. Says, don't forget to bet on on Bubba for 2024 champion. Don't do that. Go bet on Tyler Reddick if you if you want a champion to bet on. Yeah, 2311. That's that's going to be the one that I think ends up being it. So, uh, yeah. or I mean, if look, if you want it, if you want to bet on Bubba, you can bet on Bubba, but don't don't you throw the wait. house at it. Uh, yeah, why? We'll see. <laughs> throw throw somebody else's house, not my house, at it. Um. Who? So. I just while we're while we're on the topic of of some of these teams, and I see colleague here at. Uh, 75 with a lot of zeros behind it. That's a lot of zeros. So it seems like Ty Dillon is no longer uh, the guy for that ride, apparently. Uh, is that what is that what's circulating? I, I, I can't well, make so like, hide or head out of it. If you remember, Dale Jr. basically said, like, oh, hey, Ty Dillon's got that ride. Yeah. And then, yeah, now they're, you know, they announced AJ last, this weekend or whatever. Full-time Xfinity. He's going to be full-time Xfinity, part-time Cup. Mm-hmm. But they didn't specify, is it a third cup car? Because, you know, are they bringing on, is he going to run the 16 part-time? And they still haven't announced the 16 driver. I don't know if Ty Dillon, if if Richard said, never mind, I'm not paying for that ride or what. So is there anybody that could jump into that car that would make you consider, because this is what, seven, is it? 750 to one. Yeah. Or Seventy-five to one. Se- I'm not. No, it's seven hundred fifty to, to one. one. Yeah, I'm not good. Is at there that. anybody that could jump in that car full time all of a sudden that would make that a good bet? Jimmy Johnson. That would be the only only guy that would. Tony I Stewart. I believe he's uh, already confirmed to be full time in the. Yeah, that uh, that not full time. I wish full time, but part time in the eighty-four. Tony Stewart racing full time this season. Um, but, but in the, dra- the drag racer, yeah. Gonna race, yeah, yeah, he's gonna race. They're, drag they're gonna start a family, so he's gonna fill in in his wife's car, which is pretty cool, and and run the season for her, which uh, is pretty sweet. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you just you don't bet on any of these other ones. No, there's I will no be interested to see who gets the 16th ride, but I nobody that moves it. Tom Brady's not gonna sit in the car, so <laughs> nobody that moves it. I I mean, to me, we can discuss this all, all the movement again as far as we because we haven't really talked about a lot of the drivers that have moved. Yeah, we need since a, then. We got so many episodes I to know. do, but we need to do a silly season update next week. I think. Yeah, but again, I just for me, yeah, it sucks to see him go. I I, I guess I understand from a business perspective, but at, at the same time, it's like, come on, man. Like AJ AJ, I know he wore his heart in his sleeve, but come on, that's yeah. Whatever. I still. If your your tagline is chasing trophies, which again we've already determined is a lie, uh, with the road courses, like I know it didn't work out this season to get him in the playoffs, but isn't it worth a shot? And then you roll the dice at Phoenix if he can somehow get in there, but whatever, whatever. Uh, all right, let's talk manufacturers, shall we? There are of course three until Dodge comes back or. Or Honda <laughs> decides they want to put a team in there. Uh, but it is currently Chevy, Toyota, and Ford, as we know. And the lines are a bit stiffer than I kind of uh, anticipated. But here's what here's what I find amazing. Okay, I'm going to give you the odds. Uh, Chevy's at plus 125. Toyota's at plus 185. Ford, who has won the last two championships, underdogs, at plus 270. This seems to happen every single week, right? It's it's Chevy, it's Toyota. Uh, it's but, Chevy, it's Ford. It's yeah, Chevy. 
literal copy paste. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. They, they copy pasted this from any race, pick a race this season. And this is basically the same lines. And that's, I guess they just don't really know how to differentiate. I mean, there's more Chevrolets than anything else. They've got Hendrick, of course. So that, that puts the, you know, they've got the RCRs and, uh, and then you've got Toyota and they've got the Gibbs cars. Of course, they got the 2311 cars. And then you've got Ford and they're just, the Ford teams just aren't as strong, but yet they found a way to win the last two championships. So it's hard not to say just bet Ford at plus 270 and then it covers you with the three pen cars. I, Cindric, Cindric is such an interesting case because we saw him be so good in the Xfinity series. He dominated. I mean, he should have won. He was this far, literally this far from being a back-to-back champion when he who shall not be named nudged him out of the way and, and won that race. But and man, and his teammates have just won the last two. Like, how has he been so bad? Maybe is this the season he turns it around? You think it's got to be? Maybe, but. But so you, you you covered at least that the two Penske guys, maybe three. You get the two RFK guys. We've talked about them. It gives you the Stuart Haas cars. Again, you, you know, take that or leave it. I guess outside of that, you don't really have a ton of options. So you could see why they're the longer shot. There's just not as as strong of a Ford contingent for sure. Um, man, I don't know. I, this is tough. I think you if you're betting one of these, I probably wouldn't bet any of these. But if you're going to, it's probably Ford at plus 270 just for the number. Although Toyota at plus 185 is very... Yeah, but still, that's like almost a 100-point difference, though. That's that's the thing where it's, you know... But there's so many more Toyota. I mean, you've got all four Gibbs could win. You've got Reddit can win. You want to toss Bubba in there. Eric Jones, uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I would still, I would, I would be with you on the Ford side of this because the number alone kind of lends itself to go. And maybe that's the books just tempting you into putting it on Ford because they know that we know that Ford has won the last two, and that if you put him as a heavy underdog like that, and they don't end up winning, and it is, it does turn out to be a Chevy season. How many times though did we like? How many times have we hit that Ford to win? Like, and I think you specifically like have hit it four or five different times because it's like, well, Ford. When Kevin Harvick won at Michigan in 22, it was like Ford had won eight of the last nine there, but they hadn't really won any races that season. And they were like five to worse. And it's like, and then Kevin Harvick goes and wins, and you called him 25 to one to win that race too. But man, it's like, I think at that, that much bigger, I mean, it's not a huge number, but at that much of a difference, it's hard not to take the Ford side of thing, especially when all you got to do is get to Phoenix and then it really is up in the air and they've won the last two. They've got good drivers, specifically driver. I mean, again, the two Penske guys, very good at Phoenix guys like Briscoe and, and priest even are good at Phoenix. So, yeah, if you wanted to spend all day hedging and just chopped up a third of a unit on all three, obviously you aren't going to come out as profitable as anything, but like, whatever, if, if, if this is something you just wanted to go, okay, I want skin in the game, but I don't necessarily want to pick. Uh, don't, you don't need to hedge. Come on. <laughs> I don't. Hey, listen. I don't. I think uh, old fashioned football makes a good point here. I didn't know Voldemort was a NASCAR driver. Could that should that be his new nickname? Should we just call him Voldemort? Sure. He who okay. shall not be named. And then Moonoff said, "Ooh, you said his name." We did say his name. <laughs> we did. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. The driver of the what's he? Is he? The, he's in the thirty-one. He's right? in the thirty-one so, this season. It took right. Haley's thirty-one. Ride. Now, uh, yeah. Now, now Voldemort. 30. He who shall not be named. Wait, has Haley gotten? Haley does have a new ride. He does. Yeah, he's in the Rick Ware car. Yeah, he's in the so, Rick Ware car. Yeah. Oh. Daytona 500. 
Yeah. I'll bet on them for that. Might as well. Um, okay, so I think we've uh, pretty much covered the manufacturer. Now, let's move to the top manufacturer, top drivers in each manufacturer market uh, where we have all of it. Man, this is fantastic. I love it. Top Chevy. Um, we have Kyle Larson at plus 190, William Byron at plus 190, and then it falls off the re- a cliff. The reoccurring theme of, I oh, mean, yeah, they are Byron. just, par- exactly, Larson and Byron, step by step, exact number in every single market. And yet, again, is it warranted? Like, is this something that should be happening right now? Because I know, I get it, I know that William Byron won all we these need, races, uh, but... Please give us win total head to heads. That's the next one. Yes. If you're listening, books, which obviously we know you are at this point. Yeah, you are. Uh, win total head to heads and put Byron and Larson at the same number. I will. So- I don't care how many races William Byron won last season. Give me Kyle Larson all day. Yeah, Larson and Byron plus one ninety a piece. Then it kind of falls off a cliff a little bit. Uh, maybe uh, not a huge cliff, but plus three ten for Chase Elliott. Now here's where the cliff There's starts to cliff. jump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was like a little shelf, and now you're at the cliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we're jumping down to bigger bigger fish now. Plus six fifty for Kyle Busch. Plus seven fifty for Ross Chastain. Here's plus the huge cliff. <laughs> Eighteen hundred for Alex Bowman. And then listen, I'll continue on down because just for the sake of of covering all the drivers, uh, thirty five to one for Suarez, forty five to one for Dylan, ninety to one for Stenhouse. 225 to 1 for Voldemort, uh, Voldemort, uh, 450 to 1 for LaJoy. Oh, this is this is Cody's right here. <laughs> That's my wheelhouse right there. <laughs> and then Zane or uh, Carson Hosevar and Zane Smith both at 450 to 1 Damn, as Zane well. Zane, hey, listen, Josh Berry getting way more love than Zane Smith, and we know this already. Uh, I mean, is Josh Berry gonna be that much better than Zane Smith is? Give me a head-to-head on them. I, did we get a head-to-head on them? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'll take a head-to-head. The number you're going to get it at, for sure, I'd take Zane Smith. Yeah, 100,000%. Uh, maybe even 100,000 to 1. But, uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, barring all of these other guys that I talked about down here in the in the depths of the depths, who of this group is even worth taking? And, and, and is this group even worth betting? Let it, let's start there. Um, top of the board, Larson, Byron, maybe even Elliot. It's it almost seems better to just bet them to win the championship. Oh, although, absolutely. Although, I mean, again, if Ford pulls it out or if a Toyota wins, that's what gives you the coverage still here. So I suppose maybe this is. Is this the best way to bet Kyle Larson because he gets to the final four, but he's not guaranteed to win it? I don't know. But plus one ninety, it just seems like it, it's a long time to tie up your money. If you're going to do that, just go bet on Such a race. A small number. Yeah. And I think that I think if you want to attack this market, it's Kyle Busch plus six fifty. It's Ross Chastain plus seven fifty. Would you even go okay, Alex Bowman at eighteen to one? <laughs> I was uh, waiting for you to lead that. Yeah. Bowman at eighteen to one, at eighteen to one is maybe worth a sprinkle because the path is there. We've seen him win multiple races. He's in a Hendrick car. You just saw Byron Guada win six races. He's not. I mean, he's not finished either season of the last two seasons. Like he had the concussion thing two seasons ago. Had the back this past season. They're gonna wrap him in bubble wrap this year and hopefully get him to the end of the season. But there's a possibility that things just go crazy wild in the playoffs. You, you got the super speedways and, and Larson and Elliot get taken out and, and you know, all of a sudden it's Alex Bowman and William Byron in the championship. I mean, 
the path is there, right? So I think that that Bush a plus six fifty, Chastain a plus seven fifty, and and Chastain a plus seven fifty is probably my favorite of these bets. And Bowman at eighteen hundred, I think these are all worth a, a bet because there is that possibility that some of these these top favorites get bounced out earlier. They don't make it to the championship four. One of these guys finds their way in on a hail melon or whatever, and, and can cash this for you. Um, so I think that that's that would be the way to attack this. I, I don't think again plus one ninety on Larson just to be the top finishing Chevrolet. Like it, there's just it's not that attractive. Like bet him to make the final four if you're gonna take if you want to bet him at a low number. That's the way you you attack Larson, I think. And, and again, honestly, when it comes to these, especially NASCAR futures, the, the way you do the NASCAR futures, in my opinion, is you pick the ones that will pay out the most at the end of the year. Because with NASCAR odds, you can take plus 190. You, that's a given week for him as a top five, right? That's, that's one of those situations where you can get a top three for somewhere around plus 190. So if you want to win that money now, then you just wait for the race and bet for him to get a top three. And then when he gets that top three, you don't have to wait not till November to cash a bet on this. And then what happens if it doesn't? I mean, that, that's the only thing about this. If you're going to wait that long, if you're going to wait almost a full calendar year for your bet to hit, then you might as well make it worth it in the end. You might as well be sitting on an investment that could end up paying you six and a half to one or seven and a half to one. So um, I like that angle on this as well. If you want to bet anything on Larson and Byron, there's plenty of other decent bets out there that'll probably end up making you more money in the end so um yep. yep let's wrap up chevy let's move to toyota not that many but a few more than there were last year yeah where we bigger, start bigger numbers bigger numbers denny hamlin plus 220 christopher bell plus 240 truex at three uh 3.1 to one so plus 310 reddick at five to one wallace at 12 to one <laughs> gibbs at 14 to one eric jones at 40 to one and then john hunter 55 to one the the newcomers in legacy motor club um yeah i mean what do you do with toyota same analysis as betting on top toyota for a race it's this is basically just a little bit larger of a group right and there's there's opportunity i mean i can make a case for everyone in here Uh, hamlin at, at the top of plus 220 again why are you going to tie up your money? It's not necessarily a sure thing. Bell at plus 240 made the championship for the last two years. I get it. It's still not long enough. Truex plus 310. It's still not long enough. But Reddick, again, Reddick is the he is the guy this year. Five to one. I am going to have, I, I think I've decided what I will be doing this weekend in Colorado. Uh, and it's just going to be placing bets on Tyler Reddick in every single possible area I can get him in. Um, and yeah, he's going to make or break my betting year in NASCAR. So, uh, tune back in next November and see where we, see where we finish on Tyler Reddick, I guess. Uh, but a five to one, I think he's definitely worth it. Bubba 12 to one. Uh, I'd rather have Gibbs at 14 to one again, Ty Gibbs. We've talked about him. He, if he takes that next step, I, I, I can see him. You can see him make like, you could see him being that surprise guy. Like, holy shit. Ty Gibbs made it to the final four. Maybe he doesn't get the championship, but like, what a story! And he made it there, and he beats out these other guys. Fourteen to one, you can see it at forty to one for Eric Jones. I'm definitely betting that one um, because, again, the path is there. We don't know what to expect from Legacy, but we've seen it recently with Trackhouse. We've even seen with Twenty Three Eleven where they had a lot of success right away. Um, Eric Jones can get it done. He's talented enough. I think they take that big step. John Hunter, again, the talent level's high. Fifty-five to one. 
you could definitely consider it if you want to. Um, but yeah, I think you take Reddick for sure. I think you take Jones for sure. And then if you want another one, you could take Gibbs at 14 to one as well. Um, I wish his number was a little bit bigger, uh, but I think that with his number being where it is, shows you that that the books have some belief in, in Ty as well, uh, much like I do. Uh, the respect level is definitely there for Ty Gibbs. Uh, when you have him at 14 to one and then the next, obviously, drop off between him and Jones is is almost a full 20, what, 2,600 points or, or 260 points. It, it's definitely, uh, oh no, 2,600 points. Jesus, Rod, numbers are just, this is the offseason. I'm not supposed to be thinking this this hard during the offseason. But, um, and for Eric Jones, look, who knows? Who knows what legacy and what Toyota means to legacy now? Because, Obviously, last season it was it was rough because they were rolling on on sort of a the last leg of their Chevy adventures. But with Jimmy, with Petty, with all of these folks that are bought into this Legacy Motor Club, you, you got to think that at some point it's going to be they're they're going to have to take a step up. And maybe maybe with a smaller stable of cars, because again between Chevy and and Toyota, we know that there's more concentration and there's less competition in the Toyota camp. So maybe that means that a little more resources go to this legacy motor club. And maybe we see Eric Jones kind of take that next step that we've kind of been waiting for, for a pretty decent amount of time. And we know he's a good driver. We know he can win races. We know he can run in the top 10. So I don't know, maybe this is just something that legacy needs and, and Eric Jones needs to just be in a smaller pool. Yeah. I think it's, it's great points. And, and I think that, yeah, again, Toyota camp is is very very strong this season. You add those couple of guys, um, and, and yeah, I, I think you really you can make a case on just about anybody here. Justin, if you're still in the chat, uh, my ring just went off, and I was the postman, so I'm guessing that's my whiskey. Is it a I'll messed up box? <laughs> that's that's the question. It was a small box he had in his hand, so uh, I think that is probably it. Beautiful, uh, <laughs> but all right. could have been something my wife ordered too. So who knows? <laughs> more or more whiskey? Who knows? Uh, who knows? <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go to the manufacturer that has won the last two championships of the NASCAR season. Uh, I, almost no surprise, but maybe no surprise at the top of this is Ryan Blaney plus one twenty five to repeat. Joey Logano plus two seventy to grab two out of three. Keselowski next at plus three eighty. Busher, no surprise that these two names are together. Uh, Keselowski plus three eighty. Busher at plus four fifty. Barry at sixteen to one. Briscoe at twenty eight to one. How is Barry 12 six, points better than Briscoe? Whatever. I, I don't know, Cody. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll hit that in a second. Briscoe, 28. Austin Sindrick at 45 to 1. Ryan Priest at 55 to 1. McDowell at 85 to 1. Haley at 225 to 1. Burton at 300 to 1. Todd Gilliland at 300 to 1. I think we concentrate on the top end of this as well because once you get down past Chase Briscoe, I think all of this becomes. Well, I think you, once you get past Austin Cindric, we'll say. Really, you you're giving Cindric that yeah, much? I'm giving. All right, let's break it down. Okay. Ryan Blaney at plus one twenty five. Absolutely not. I not love Ryan close. Blaney again. You you cannot lay that low of a number on something like this. Logano at plus two seventy is actually a pretty attractive number, considering like when you when you consider Chevy and Toyota, which we just talked about, and we wouldn't really touch anybody in that group. I do think that the top end of Ford is is weaker, obviously. I think that's well established. And Joey Logano, while he is the toughest guy in the garage to predict, as I've said so many times, it's the even year thing. 
he's got it. He's he's the San Francisco Giants of NASCAR. He's good in even years, and you could just you can expect him to be around. And he's such a veteran guy. Again, we talked about it. Only thirty three, but you know he's been in the Cup Series since he was eighteen. It's a long time. He's got multiple championships. He's racing against like ten guys this season who he raced against their dads in his debut. All of that crazy stuff. Um, so I think that he is actually probably of the favorites group. I think he's the most attractive one at plus two seventy. Kozlowski Busher, again, we talked about it. <sighs> I just I, I don't have the faith that they've taken that leap to be on top just yet. Could they be the best finishing Fords? Sure. At only plus three eighty, at only plus four fifty. Are they worth betting on? I just can't I can't do it, Rod. Yeah, it, and what's tough about it, too, is that, you know, it's it's been, Logano has been Blaney, right? And Logano's pretty much been that top forward when they've done well enough to win the championship, obviously, a couple of those years. And and really, if you look back through it, as far as that's concerned, so Logano won in 2018, right? That was that was the championship. That was his first. But you got to go all the way back to 2004 that Kurt Busch won the championship between then it was Chevy Dodge even Toyota yeah, right and there's, there's seven Jimmy Johnson championships in between there so bro, you don't have to tell me <laughs> you got it I mean I know 100% give them a little of bit of a break but even nobody was beating Jimmy Johnson no nobody was but even still I mean again that's that's the thing like where you see the dominance of this and and when the top forward is not even somebody that you can you can count on to win a championship it just who do you think in that group is going to be able to win a championship? And so far, it's been Logano. It's been Blaney. Brad Keselowski, Chris Buescher, you're right. They're good. There's no way I'm taking Josh Berry in this at 16-1. to 1. That's such a no, horrible number. You, know, you just you don't touch Josh. Yeah. Again, rookies, are. he's not going to be. Rookies don't do it. It, it does not happen. He's not going to be better than some of these other guys. And I don't, I don't get it. It's... He didn't even just dominate the Xfinity series and win championship. Like he was good. Yeah. Was he ever the best guy in Xfinity when he was in there? No. I don't understand why. And even Kevin Harvick, while he was good and, and finished, you know, did compared to his teammates, like we mentioned the entire season, it was Stuart Haas, Kevin Harvick side, and Stuart Haas, the rest of them. That's not, Josh Berry is not Kevin Harvick. I, I, it, just, it makes no sense. I don't want anybody to think I hate Josh Berry because I don't, but being wise, I don't think there's anything you can touch Berry on this year until the books figure out that it's not Jesus driving the four car this year. I don't I don't get it. But Chase Briscoe, 28 to 1, I am interested in for the reasons we mentioned before when we talked about him. He almost made the final four a couple of seasons ago. He's won at Phoenix before. He's he's just teetering on the edge of potentially being that guy to take that next step. Now he's the leader over at at Stuart Haas, I think it's worth it. And Austin Sindrick, his numbers are just attractive enough, Rod, that it, it makes me want to do it. 45 to 1 to be the top finishing forward in the championship when the two other Penske cars have been the top finishing forwards the last two seasons. You've got to put something into that. And, and it's not just anybody that's in that car. It's it's a you know almost two-time Xfinity Series champion who dominated at the Xfinity Series level. He's won the Daytona 500, and again, there's a lot of luck and other stuff. Excuse me, that goes into that. But I, I just, man, this this could be the season. I hope I hope we get a win total on Cinder because I want to take the over because I think I think we're going to see that next step from Cinder. And I don't know that it's going to be 
to the level I expect from a Tyler Reddick or, or a Ty Gibbs by any means. But I think Cinder can step up and we start to see more top tens. Maybe that's something we're target early in the season is is Cindric top tens. I think he's got the ability to take that next step. Um, and so I think at 45 to one, it's definitely worth looking at. You think about it, 36 races, 38 when you throw in the the exhibition races. It's a long season, a lot of stuff. If he can, you know, find a win, whether it's, you know, at a super speedway or somewhere else, he gets into the playoffs. Now he kind of outlasts some of these other guys. If, if, you know, it ends up Chevy and Toyota heavy, although we generally get all three in the championship four, but you know, maybe even the final eights, all Chevys and in, in Toyotas, and all he has to do is finish ninth in the standings or something like that. I think it's something he could do. Forty-five to one, I do think that Austin Cindric is is worth placing this bet on. And again, a lot like betting on the super speedways, like this might just be the better type of bet to to bet on for this, where you've got to wait the entire all the way till next November for this to pay off, right? You throw a little bit on it. If you don't hit it, whatever, it's not really a loss because it was forty-five to one, but. So much can change in all that time. And he's on an elite team that's won the last two championships. And that two car is just as good as the 12 and the and the 22 is. It hasn't been the last couple of seasons with a young driver. He's going into his third season. I think that that there's definitely the possibility. And that of all of the ones we've talked about, just value-wise and, and the price you're getting it at, Austin Cindric honestly might be my favorite bet you can get in this. Just because Toyota and Chevy are so loaded at the top, Ford is so much weaker, and there's just a little bit more of a possibility. He's in an elite car of the Ford group. So yeah, give me Austin Cindric 45 to one. I did not come into this show thinking I would say so many good things about Austin Cindric, but here we are, Rod. It's funny because <laughs> we, we took that ride with you as you started to talk yourself into Austin Cindric. <laughs> I really talked myself into it too. I could feel myself just getting more and more confident. You did too. I mean, it was like at first you're like, Man, and then all of a sudden by the end of it, you, like, you no, were I, fully no, confident. I got a in point it. here. Like, I, hey, could be good. <laughs> That's how you know you're yeah, good. You're making you're making great points over there, Cody. I love this. Good job, other Cody. I like yeah, that. Great job. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, we're good when we can convince ourselves of stuff. Yeah, but look, you remove Kevin Haruk from this group, who has been the top forward in in several seasons over his last, you know, the the last few of his career. It just it definitely frees up a lot of potential for some of these other guys to kind of jump in there and maybe grab it because it hasn't been a chokehold for uh, Logano or for Blaney because Kozlowski's even jumped himself in there uh, when it wasn't Kevin Harvick. So, yeah, it, yeah, this is definitely going to be a much livelier group, I think, than the Chevys and the Toyotas. So, uh, all right, well, let's get to some head-to-heads for manufacturers, shall we? Let's begin with the Ford versus Chevy battle. The, <laughs> Chevy's at minus 200, Ford's at plus 150. Do you just take Ford on sheer principle? I don't know well, that... you don't take Chevy at minus 200, I can tell you that. Well, that's, that's for sure. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a futures bet at minus 200 though. Why? I mean, honestly, yeah, what are we thinking? I, I know we wanted it. Okay. I know we wanted it, but at this point, I, I can tell you a futures bet at minus 200 that I would take Max Verstappen to oh, win yeah. the 2024 F1 championship. That's fine. other than that. Yeah. You just don't, you don't lay minus 200 on it on, especially in NASCAR where things can be so much different. I, yeah. I, and at only plus 140 for, or plus 150 for Ford. Now they've done the last couple of seasons. I don't you just take is it better to just take Ford to be winning manufacturer at plus 270 and hope that Toyota doesn't screw you I don't I don't know I I feel like this is just one you can't really touch I it's not a big enough number for Ford and you don't lay minus 200 
on anything. Well, <laughs> the best way to go about it is just to bet who's going to finish better in that and, and, and not even touch this one. And I think you're right, too. If you're going to do that, just bet the 270 for, for Ford to win and, and really, again, just kind of make that be your three in a row, right? Are they going to win three in a row? And, and, and kind of bank on that. So, yeah. I think that's the only way you touch this one. But, again, if all things are equal, I still then, think Chevy's probably going to come out on top of this one. So, Yeah, and, I mean, same argument for Toyota Ford. I mean, if you just want to set that up, too. It's, yeah, Toyota's minus 150, know, Ford plus 115. Yeah, and it's kind of the same argument. Uh, I don't. You can't touch Toyota minus 150. And is plus 115 on Ford that attractive? I, the books are kind of baiting us into taking one side of this. They're, they're really wanting us to take Ford, obviously, because – you know? well, yeah, because you're stupid. If you, I mean, you cannot lay minus 200 or minus 150 on either of these, especially, you know, if it had been 10 seasons in a row and Chevy and Toyota had beat Ford every time, then maybe you've got a conversation. But Ford's won the last two championships. So if you don't, I mean, if you need nothing else, like they've already done it, but only plus 115 for as weak as Ford is overall, even, which is, again, it's just, it's a crazy world where, they're weak, the weakest link of the three manufacturers, yet they've won the last couple of championships. Well, and so here's the thing for this. If, if I were to pick between these two, I would take the Ford Toyota, and I would take Ford side of this at plus 115. I know it's a lower number, but I also think that in the grand scheme of things, if I were to say Ford could beat a team, I think Ford could beat Toyota more than Ford could. Because, look, Chevy, they're just such yeah. heavy hitters, and Hendrick, and Hendrick is, is just, in there. Yeah. Hendrick is... I know that Gibbs and Hendrick are, are the top, but Hendrick has just got that little extra. Well, then yeah. let's put them uh, together in the next group. It's Chevy <laughs> versus Toyota. Minus 155 for Chevy, plus 115 for Toyota. This one, to me, it, it's crazy because we've just got done talking about how close together both of these, these manufacturers are, right? They've got two of the top teams. Yet, Chevy, the heavy favorite at minus 115, Versus Toyota's plus. It's almost the Toyota Ford. I know. It's almost a Toyota yeah. Ford type situation. So I'm still not yeah, taking yeah. Toyota in this one. But. No, you don't touch it. But if you, I mean, Toyota is the clear side you would take on this because they're closer than Chevy being minus 115 to Toyota being plus 115. Yeah. Even though we do think Chevy has the advantage. Uh, but yeah, again, you just, you stay away from this because it's just kind of gross. <laughs> it's very gross. But um, all right. There's still so many more props to get to. We're going to break this up into another episode. We will come back with uh, more tomorrow on on the second half of this. We've got groups. We've got winning car numbers. We've got uh, a touching on maybe even exactas and quinellas. Uh, it's just so much more to talk about, Cody. But we're running out of time here. we got a meeting with the boss, so we're going to step out and take care of that. So uh, we'll come back tomorrow with a lot more props. Yes, sir. I'm excited. I can't wait. Ah, Again, it's just it's so great we have all these options. Uh, and again, like you said, we're not even done. I mean, we're only halfway through these props. A ton more to touch on. We've got season race wins. We've got all, all kinds of stuff. It's, yeah, absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to keep touching on it. And just creeping ever so much closer to uh, to to the, the NASCAR season. And uh, Justin says he wants more talk about me winning fantasy football against him. Huh, Old-fashioned football listener league, by the way, presented by Keeper's Hearts. Uh, number one seed is yours truly. So uh, dun dun, beautiful. All right, Cody. Well, as we exit out of here, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. Find all my work over there. 
Uh, check us out on YouTube over at NASCAR Gambling Podcast and uh, Facebook as well. We've got a Facebook page. Go give that a like and uh, all the fun stuff. We'll uh, see you guys tomorrow. Indeed. Follow me on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom of everything I got going on. Make sure you keep touching. We'll be back tomorrow with more props. And until then, let's go racing and let it ride.